This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Hello, college football fans, and welcome to the Primetime Podcast. My name is Ricky Widmer, and as always, I'm joined by the Brandon Swanson. Hey, hey, hey. And Brandon, today a little bit quicker of a podcast than usual because uh, big boy Moneybags over here with the job actually has a meeting to go to. Yeah, you know, pretty popular. Uh, Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. But are you popular? I want to be popular. (laughs) You know what that's from? I've never heard of that, Ricky. I think you might be tripping on acid. it's, It's a musical reference. It's from Wicked. A little bit of Wicked for you on this uh this is what, Wednesday we're recording Wednesday. this podcast? And wow, Ricky, that was wicked. Yeah, it, it, that's your musical reference for the year from me. But today's podcast, since it is a shorter one than usual, me and Brandon thought, why not start the kind of prediction stuff that we're going to talk about coming into this year? We have the previews all done. You can check that out on the playlist for the primetime podcast either on soundcloud itunes youtube whatever you're listening to this podcast on but in this one we're talking heisman who is the guy the man that is going to win the 2015 heisman who's going to be at this season brandon give me your number one Who's your guy right now you're feeling? We're going to get right into it. Who are you feeling? Trevon Boykin. I I couldn't say it better. He, he seems like the number one pick at this point. Yes, but I mean, let me tell you why. It's not just because I'm sure a lot of other people are right on him. It's because, I mean, if you look at his numbers, 3,714 yards last year through the air, 30 TDs. Mm-hmm. Not total TDs. And then he ran for 642 yards and eight more scores. I mean... People are looking for him to throw for 4,000 yards or more, 35 TDs through the air, and 10 more touchdowns on the ground and about 800 more yards on the ground. I mean, he was fourth in the Heisman voting last year. And look who I won mean, it. And he's, he's like the Mariana. highest finisher to, to ever return then to school. I, I mean, this guy is good. He leads a team that's good, and it helps. To get, I think, the number one mm-hmm. to get the Heisman when your team is kicking butt and you are amazing. I'm going to throw a little bit of history with this one. Not like the old history of guys that have black and white pictures, but I am going to le- read you off the last, what is it, last five Heisman winners. Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Johnny Manziel. Robert Griffin III, Cam Newton. All th- all five of those guys play what position, Brandon? I believe it's called quarterback. The quarterback. All five of those guys do what? They don't just throw the ball. They run. They run the ball. And that's why, to me, Boykin's the guy that like I would put my money down now if I had money. I'd put it down on Boykin, send the bet to Las Vegas. Probably wouldn't win a lot because... The odds aren't in my favor. There's a Hunger Games reference for you. But, you know, I mean, (laughs) as Brandon puts up uh, the three fingers, but five, the last five Heisman winners have been quarterbacks. They've all been dual threat quarterbacks. Have they translated to the NFL? I don't know. Cam Newton. 
Okay. Cam Newton Cam. has. That's about Cam it. Cam well, Newton has. Mariota and Winston, we don't know yet. I, I, no, I'm saying won. I'm saying the ones that you can talk for. Yeah. Cam Newton has. The jury is still out on Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. He needs to clean it up off the field. Otherwise, he's really he's going to turn into a, 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 a non-fat Jamarcus Russell. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this is... This is win or go home for Robert Griffin the third. It mm-hmm. really is. So, and I mean, I'm looking right here, CBSSports.com. I'll put this link down in the description for you guys at home listening. Boykin has the best odds at six to one to win the Heisman. Who would be your number two? My number two. My number two. We're looking at Georgia. Nick Chubb, running back. You want to know his odds to win the Heisman? Yes. 10 to 1. Same as Jeremy Johnson, quarterback of Auburn. So to me, I mean, it's Chubb coming in. The the only way he's winning the Heisman is if he goes off. If he has a year like Mark Ingram had when he was with Alabama. Because, I mean, I'm looking at recent winners. Mark Ingram, 2009. Before that, I have to scroll all the way up to 1999 and 1998 with Ron Dane and Ricky Williams, respectively. Ron Dane. To be the last Heisman winners before Mark Ingram to win a Heisman. Like, it feels like the running, like running back defense, if you're not a quarterback, the odds are not in your favor to win the Heisman. Boom. Second one of the night. Yeah. I mean, I. <sighs> I can see that, but but at the same time, I, I I think that the quarterback a lot of the time does deserve it because well, in he's my the opinion, general. He's I was the guy say, yeah, in, the in, in, in my opinion, you're doing more than just being the quarterback. You're going out there. You're the one that's calling the plays. You're the one that's changing the play at the line of scrimmage. You you're the leader. You are the leader, and you are expected to be the leader. But but that's not always easy. I mean, we've seen in the NFL, uh, it, it's not always. Easy being the quarterback, especially when you're in New York and you are break, getting your jaw broken by a guy whose name <laughs> no one knows how to say. I'm, I mean, it's it's not easy being a leader on mm-hmm. teams. People don't always like that. But to be able to stand up and say, I don't care if you don't like it. This is how we're doing it. Or to, you know, that that's that's how it has to be. That's the leader. That's the leader in you. You have See, to pull everyone together. But at the same time, I think that you need to give the award to guys also. You need to at least give a really solid look at a guy like Nick Chubb. I mean, he comes in for Todd Gurley last year and goes off two 200-yard games, eight consecutive 100-yard games. I mean, this guy, if he can do anything close to what he did last year, he continues to stay in the Heisman the entire year, and then he'll be in it again for the third year as a junior. You know who, and these are two names, have a better chance of winning the Heisman than Nick Chubb? Quarterbacks? Yeah, they're both quarterbacks that I'm going to say. Um, Let's see. JT Barrett and mm-hmm. Cardale Jones. Yeah, because the reason why I say two is we don't know yet who's going to start. You know what would be? I, I know. I know who's going to start. Be, are you saying Cardell? Yes. And I'm saying JT? Yes. Because originally I had Broxton, but I didn't know Broxton was going to move to <laughs> wide receiver. Here's the thing. And I want to throw this out there. How awesome would it be Broxton Miller moves to wide receiver, wins the Heisman? 
that would just not happen. That would just not happen. But if it did, what would be your? Would that be your reaction right there? You were just like, uh, uh, uh what, what do uh, I say? This would be it. I'd be sitting there and go, "How in the name of God was Ricky right?" That's what I would say. Do you know the last receiver to win the Heisman? Heck, Jerry Rice. I don't nope. know. Nine. I'll give you a hint. Nineteen ninety-one. That's your first hint. A lot of people at home are probably screaming at their computer because this is a, a well-known guy. 1991, that's your first hint. Let me know if you want hint number two. Give me hint number two and three. Michigan. Three. College game day. He's on college game day. Oh, um, uh, tip, tip of my tongue. Um, um. Don't just tell me. Otherwise, Desmond I'm gonna Howard. Have a, yeah, I'm, otherwise I'm gonna have a Desmond stroke. Desmond Howard yeah. was the last. And I really, had his. I, I pictured him. I had his face. I name wasn't coming. And there's only been three besides Desmond. We have this guy just got elected into the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Played for Notre Dame and Oakland. Come on, I know you know this one. You, he as, played as he a played wide receiver. For, yeah, and a punt returner, I believe. I know he was a wide receiver. Just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Played for your Golden Domers. You're, you're really... Tim Brown. Screwing me right and here, And then Ricky. one that I know, I don't know, I know you would know. The first wide receiver slash running back to win. Nebraska guy in 1972, Johnny Rogers. How in the so hell that, would I know that? So that really puts the eight ball... If we were talking eight ball against Chubb... That really puts the eight ball against Broxton Miller. But the point I was making before, JT Barrett and Cardell Jones, they have to be, whoever starts, has to be the number two preseason Heisman watch guy behind Boykin, right? Right? I mean, Barrett can do it. Cardell Jones, small, sweet little bit small sample size. But we saw what he's capable of doing in the college football playoff. Are they your number two right behind Boykin heading into the preseason? Or are you still saying Chubb? I'm still saying Chubb. I I, I I think that Cardell Jones is good. Trust me. I really like him. I think he did a great job last year in the role that he played that he needed to play for them to I'm gonna carry add, them to where they went. I don't think that you put him in front of Chubb. I just don't think it then, happens. Because you're on this running back kick, I'm going to throw one more name in there, another Ohio State name, and you have to pick out of these three. Who's your third on the list? You ready? Ezekiel Elliott, running back for Ohio State. Him, Barrett, or Cardell, who are you putting at number three on the preseason Heisman watch behind Chubb? Well, now you're making it hard. Now I'm going to say Cardell. Cardell Jones. Because you I, think he's going to start. That's yeah, why. I think he's going to start, and I also don't Let, think... I don't put Ezekiel Elliott um, ahead of... Chubb either. I don't put well, Ezekiel. Either, I don't put Ezekiel Elliott right at well, it would right with be, Chubb anyways. It would either be Chubb's automatically number two. Who would you put at three out of the Ohio State guys? That's what I was Cardale. asking. Because he's a quarterback. Is Ezekiel fourth? no? Just be, just because I believe he's better. Is Ezekiel fourth? No, he's not. Because see, Ezekiel, he's not. I feel like Ezekiel Elliott. I didn't even know who this guy was till the college football playoff. And I know Ohio State fans are probably yelling at me right now, saying, "Ricky, how dare you!" Not know who he is, but to me, he didn't really show up. I mean, last year he had 696 yards, eight touchdowns during the final three games. That was during the final three games. If he could do that all season and maybe get more yardage, I feel like as a running back, you have to have 
in a thousand yard season and you have to have 15 plus, maybe 20 plus touchdowns. That's what you need to win the Heisman. And I, I've got to say, people are probably saying, Brandon, you just said that Nick Chubb, you think Nick Chubb is better than Ezekiel Elliott and you don't put Elliott on the same level as Chubb? No, even even with I mean Ezekiel Elliott would be the number two. He would be the number two mm-hmm. running back in my opinion. That's 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 just me. But I think that um, at four, I'm going Dak Prescott. In 2009, when Mark Ingram won the Heisman, here were his numbers. You ready for this? Yeah. In 14 games, he ran the ball. 271 times for 1,658 yards, averaging just over 6 yards per carry, 17 touchdowns. He also had 334 receiving yards and 3 touchdowns. So that kind of puts on, that's a little bit skewed from my number. I said a little bit less in the yards, a little bit more in the touchdown category, but that's your base. You have to have, we'll say, 1,500 yards, and you have to have at least 15 touchdowns. Can Chubb do that? Can he go 1,500 yards on the ground, 15 touchdowns? Yes. Yes, he can absolutely do that. He can absolutely do that because... If he does that, are you automatically giving him the Heisman, depending, no matter what Boykin does? No. And if TCU no. goes undefeated and goes to the college football playoff, which not many think they will because they're in the Big 12... No, no, no. That that's not what I'm saying. I, I, Boykin is the number one clear cut pick. If he stays healthy the entire mm-hmm. season, it's him, in my opinion, in my so, mind. So we're not in a disagreement that it's Boykin's award to win. Everyone else is just hoping he fails. I said that at the beginning that he's the winner. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you you asked who's your number one. I wasn't fucking lying. <laughs> I didn't say it were. You know, so so he is he's the number one. Mm-hmm. He is the number one. But we're this whole discussion has been who's number two, who's three, four. You know, and, and and I think that Chubb has the ability to be two. I think that in the top five, top five, six, Elliot's there. But based on what you said for Ingram, Elliot would be closer than Chubb based on those statistics. And, hey, I'm looking at Chubb's stats from last year. He had exactly what we were talking about. He had uh, just over 1,500 on the ground. He averaged one more yard a carry than Ingram did when he won the award. The only thing is he had 14 rushing touchdowns, not 15. However, Mariota, we all knew Mariota was going to win it. Yes, but with Chubb, wasn't he? He didn't even play every game, though, did he? I mean, because Gurley was in there, and then Gurley suspended and hurt, wasn't for the, it? Here's how it went: He had for the first four games, Clemson, South Carolina, Troy, four carries in all. Yeah, all those there games. you go. Then he had eleven against Tennessee, eight against Vanderbilt. Then he blew out thirty-eight attempts, thirty attempts, twenty-one, thirteen, nineteen. Nine against Charles Southern, or Charleston Southern, because I believe he got hurt in that game, then came back and had 25 carries against Georgia Tech in the loss, and then 33 against Louisville. Chubb would have had... <laughs> people are going to think I'm nuts. Chubb would have had 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns. If he played those first... The first three games, Vandy and Charleston Southern? Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, I feel like we give it to the quarterback just because of just the role they play. But I feel like this season is much like last one. Last one was more who's going to win it, Winston or um, Mariota. This year, it's unless Boykin gets injured, it's his award to win, right? I think so. It's his award to win. I think He's so. But, win it. but what I love is I love that there are so many other good guys behind him that it makes it really interesting. I think mm-hmm. down to the wire, like, oh, is it is it going to be Boykin? Is it going to be I got, Boykin? I got two more names for you, and I know that we're pressing for time because you got to get to your meeting. Name number one, and I'm just going to throw this name out. You give me their case for the Heisman. If you think they'll win it, if you think I'm crazy, Cody Kessler, USC. I don't think you're crazy. I think he's a little. He's the he's, he's my dark horse he's, for the Heisman. I think he he's is my dark horse. He is a dark horse because I was just going to say he's not at the top of people's minds. I have actually two dark horses: Cody Kessler, USC, and Deshaun Watson, the sophomore quarterback, Clemson, who could have had a great season if he didn't have. Just, I think he broke his finger and tore his ACL last year, so he was out for those two injuries. But Cody Kessler, I think USC is just going to be revived this year. Kessler was about a hundred some yards short of mm-hmm. four thousand, and he was a touchdown shy mm-hmm. of forty with just five interceptions. That's effective. That's efficient. This guy is good. Um, I think that USC needs to make a little bit more of a mark. And a big run at the beginning, and Kessler's jumping on the map. Here's another name. Your boy Dak. Dak Prescott. Give me your case. Can he win the Heisman? Dak Prescott has what it takes. He can throw. He can run better. That's the problem, though. He can run better, in my opinion. I think he can. he's a better running quarterback than mm-hmm. a passing quarterback. And that's why he will not win it. In my opinion, I think he's a great quarterback. I have a ton of respect for him. I think he's really, really poised. But I think they want someone who can do both, but who is a more effective thrower than a runner. I could be wrong, but I that's, got my, one that's la- my thing. One last name for but, him. But see, they, I, I, I think that people would probably look at um, his his stats and be like, what in the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just, I, I don't know. That's my... Thought. One final name before we sign off for this short podcast. What do you think this man has to do? Scooby Rate the third, linebacker Arizona. What does he have to do to win? Because he's the top defensive guy that I'm looking on SI.com, and they have nobody until what? the keep an eye to watch, and they list names. He's a linebacker, Arizona. What does he have to do? Yeah, what he has what to is a, change what his is position diff- to be a quarterback on offense. Because here's something: 1961 was the last linebacker, also played halfback, the last defensive guy to win. 97, Charles Woodson, and it's but gonna, he also punt returned. And it's going to stay 97 because you don't think Scoob, he, no. Scoobs don't Scoobs don't got it. No way. I mean, he could be really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have a monster season. It's very tough to give it to a defensive player. It just is. Well, guys, this is where you chime in. I know we had a shorter podcast than usual. Next week we'll be back with, we'll do college football playoff predictions next week for you guys on the Primetime Podcast. This is where you go down below. Tell us what you think. 
of the Heisman. Who do you think? Who's your front runner right now to win the Heisman this year in college football? If you like the podcast, go ahead, hit that like button. If you loved it, go ahead, hit the subscribe button. Also, we're selling an MVP t-shirt, white shirt, MVP logo, 15 bucks. We want to make the channel better for you guys. You can go ahead and get that down in the description of this podcast. I want to thank everybody for checking this out. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Brandon's at young underscore swan 19. Correct. 19. And folks, if you get that t-shirt, you'll get a hand, wear it. You'll get a hand and take a picture. You also get a handwritten letter from either myself, Mark or Brandon. Thanking you for buying a t-shirt. Most valuable podcast is at most valuable pod. I want to thank everybody for checking out this brief primetime podcast this evening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.